Welcome to the Inspirations News Podcast, sponsored by Quebec's only newspaper devoted exclusively to the news of the special needs community. Tune in regularly to hear uplifting success stories, learn about resources, and gain timely advice in the area of special needs, featuring experts in various fields. Here's your host, your host Mark Bergman. So welcome to the Inspirations News uh, podcast as uh, here on Talk Quebec announced the much anticipated return of their fully accessible comedy show, Access Comedy, taking place on September 25th over at the Paradox Theater. And uh, joining me are Executive Director Heidi Wager and comedian Abby Stonehouse. Hi, girls. Having us, you're so welcome. Um, you guys, I mean, Heidi, you guys must be so happy that this event is back after uh, a long few years, right? Yeah, we're so happy and excited, and it's at a really great location, too. So, we're even more excited about that this year. We have some amazing comedians, and I'm just so excited. It's going to be a hilarious and fun time. The lineup is awesome. We'll talk about a bit more who's going to be uh, performing, uh, mm-hmm. but. Can we just start off, uh, Heidi, tell us a little bit about uh, Huron-Ton Quebec for people who aren't aware. Sure. Huron-Ton Quebec is a not-for-profit English um, organization that services the hard of hearing community out here in Quebec. Um, We're the only one that services the Anglo community. And so we've been around for 40 years and we provide programs and services um, to people who are affected by hearing loss. So it could be that you yourself have hearing loss, but you have an older parent or a child with hearing loss. We're here to support you and provide you services that you might need. And Abby, how did you uh, become involved with the Huron Town Quebec? I started as an employee. Um, I, I have moderate hearing loss myself. So when I graduated university, I was looking for a job and it seemed like it, it was a perfect fit for me. I wanted to help people. I had hearing loss. So I had all of this personal experience behind me that I wanted to help support people through that journey. Um, and also at the same time, I, I, I was doing stand-up comedy too. It was like my, my side passion. Uh, and then I, I felt so fortunate that in 2019, I was able to put my two passions together, accessibility and comedy. And that's when we have, our, we had our first fully accessible comedy show. Have you performed since COVID yet? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. So you've been back out there and back on the scene. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, uh, the comedy scene or the live performances have been had lots of ups and downs in the last two years. Um, So uh, we were definitely back. We've been uh, back uh, since the spring uh, of this year uh, pretty consistently. So, yeah. Yeah. As a, a comic with hearing loss, what have been some of your challenges and hurdles and, and how have you overcome them? Yeah, so um, it's it's hard. A lot of accessibility in the arts is not really, a, it's, a, it's not really part of the narrative. So there's a lot of shows that I go to that are, are just not accessible to me. It's not really the fault of anyone. It's just, it's not that talked about. Hearing loss is very misunderstood. Um, so uh, a lot of these shows take place at no- noisy bars or, or pubs or um, comedy venues that have music in the background. So it, it's quite challenging to, to hear my fellow comedians that I talk to and like when I'm in the venue. Um, uh, in terms of performing, it's not so hard for me, but I do know as someone who loves the arts, um, it, 
a lot of it's not accessible for someone with hearing loss. So that's a little bit of a hurdle too. There's sometimes I'm sitting there trying to enjoy like a new comedian or a comedian that I, uh, I, I admire and I haven't seen before. And it, it, it can be challenging for me to hear everything. And I live with moderate hearing loss. So I don't have severe hearing loss. So I can't imagine even what some other people go through. Um, and that's why uh, I love the idea of putting together a show that is barrier free and but and still so funny and enjoyable for anyone that attends. So Heidi, what does a, a fully accessible comedy show uh, look like to you? What, what, what does a fully accessible comedy show mean to you? Well, it, 2019, it meant that we were looking at the venue as being uh, mobility accessible. So if you were in a wheelchair, you had a walker, you had a cane. We also made sure that the venue, the seating was um, free of anything that someone who has a visual uh, handicap or disability would be able to navigate the room itself. We also had sighted guides. We also offered Braille programming. And then um, all of the hearing accessibility measures. And hearing loss is often seen as a hidden disability. It's not usually seen by other people. Um, and so, and it's it's not always the same kind of accessibility measures that you would need. So there's a lot of different types of measures that we use. So we have the FM system, which is something that someone can put a a T-loop around their neck and use, or they can use with headphones that amplifies the sound directly from the mic to the hearing aid provider or hearing aid user, sorry. Then there's a T-coil system, a T-loop system that we call, where every hearing aid is fitted with a T-coil and you can activate that sound and turn on and then be able to hear the sound directly into your hearing aid devices, which is really nice. Then there's closed captioning. So providing the actual live transcribe and in comedy that's a little bit tricky, but we make it work. And then there's ASL, sign language, which again is a little bit tricky in in comedy, but the last ASL interpreter was just fantastic, became a part of the show, was able to make jokes. And even if you didn't understand ASL, you were laughing twice as hard because of the reactions and the facial expressions and some hand gestures just kind of cross- written and visual language or spoken language and visual language. Abby, what's that like from the side of, of a comic? It was, it was definitely uh, very interesting, especially if a, uh, like if a comedian's really comfortable with like crowd work or just like improv, they're like, oh, oh that's how you say that word in sign or something like that. <laughs> um, so it, it's really fun to play off that. And um, the interpreter, one of the interpreters will be there again this year. Jordan, who's, he's amazing. Um, He has uh, to be, but he has to have a sense of humor himself too, right? Yeah. And he loves comedy shows. So we hired him in 2019. And then, I mean, we, we approached him right away for this show. He's like, yes, I'm there. Absolutely. And uh, he, yeah, he, he has a great sense of humor. He loved being there. He had, uh, yeah, he had very expressive. Yeah, he's very expressive. We hired the uh, an LA comedian, uh, DJ Demers, for that show um, he, because he has hearing loss. And uh, he, uh, when when we appro- when I talked to him about the show coming up, uh, the the interpreter Jordan, um, he's like, "Oh yes, I I remember that show." And he pulled up a picture that he's been like 
you know, admiring since that show of him with DJ Demers because nice. it, it's just been, it was a highlight for him. What does, I'll throw that out to, to either of you or both of you, what, what does accessibility look like in 2022? I think that's part of the reason why we're hosting this event again is to be able to show people by example, by experiential learning, by attending the show, that these are all of the accessibility measures, like, I mean, it's thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment and, and interpretation that's going into this show, but accessibility can happen at different levels. And so we worked with the um, theater group this summer for Shakespeare in the Park and express accessibility for them looked like preferred seating for somebody with hard of hearing that would be able to be close enough to speech read their lips and some FM systems that they borrowed from us. Um, other accessibility measures can just be simple closed captioning that goes to the person's device themselves. You don't even have to show it to everybody at the center. So I think it's really uniquely different. And that's been my learning experience working with Here Quebec for eight years is that you really have to be able to adjust to the person's needs. And those are at different levels. For your event to be accessible, it doesn't have to have all of these. If a person comes to you and says, I'm deaf, I'm capital D deaf, and I really need sign language, then that's what they need. Not closed captioning. They need sign language. Mm -hmm. If somebody is capital D deaf but wants to do it in captioning, then you need to kind of be able to do that. And now, these days, it's so easy to be able to find those resources and to hook things up virtually. Even FM systems, they've been around 20 years. Some of our museums in Montreal have them. They don't know all how to use them. And so part of the funding that's going to go from the, all the proceeds from this event will go to sponsor a new program coming out of here, Quebec, that will help to make events and help the community become more accessible in what makes sense with their budget, with their needs, with their communities. So there's lots of ways that we can make accessibility more barrier free. Hmm. How accessible are we in 2022, Abby? Um, uh, well, because I'm most exposed to the comedy world, uh, I would say uh, it, it's we have a lot to work, a work to do for sure, for sure. However, um, I feel like um, the the narrative is being changed, is being talked about more for sure, yeah. um, and. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's why events like here, this event with Here Quebec is so important. It's just to display it and to just like open people's eyes to it. Um, we also want to connect people like the city of Montreal and big festival organizers and people yes. to these services. So all these service providers are either going to have material there or be on site for the event and you'll be able to communicate with them. We know that the city of uh, Montreal has just committed a whole new position at the municipal level that's looking at accessibility and how to make events more accessible here in Montreal, how to make the whole city more accessible. So the, this is a great way to start making that happen and start making those decisions. You can come, you can see what it's like, we can connect you with the services, and we can be a resource to help you make that happen. Do we see any accessibility in, in, you know, the mainstream shows like Just for Laughs or any, any of the big festivals uh, during the summer here in Montreal? I mean, a lot of them, uh, the bigger venues do have wheelchair accessibility, uh, I have to say. Um, but I don't see a lot of uh, hearing loss um, accessibility or deaf accessibility. Hmm. To, be, to be fair, comedy is probably the hardest 
yeah. um, event to make accessible. Sure. I think what's happening is that there is a lack of understanding and a bit of a fear around what it's going to take to make their event accessible. And if we do it once, do we have to do it all the time? And do we have to do it for every show? And I think this is the number one reaction. When people contact us and saying, hey, I want to make my event more accessible. How do I offer ASL? The first thing we say is, do you have anybody that's from the actual deaf community asking for that? And they're like, no, we just thought that was standard. And it actually isn't. There is, yes, a big, large group that need that resource, but they'll ask you or at least ask them if they need that closed captioning or speech reading, preferred seating, FM systems, those are all things that are easy to come by and we even rent out or use and borrow, lend out to people. Those can make your event accessible and a lot easier to manage. Your audience, of course, you're, you're not only hoping for people with, with disabilities to be in your audience, right? Then that's, that's the point. Oh, no. That's the biggest point. We want everybody from the community there, right? Abby said the narrative is changing. People want to see inclusion. They want to understand and they want to make this happen from a classroom to an office to a coffee shop to a big festival like Just for Laughs. We just want to see people talking about it and understanding what that looks like. And I think people with disabilities want to just be part of any any mainstream show. Uh, it doesn't have to be a show for people with disabilities. It's just, it's a regular show, but it, there just doesn't have barriers for them. So it's, yeah, we just want, we want that to be there. And we, and I mean, like I said earlier, um, uh, there's amazing comedians that'll be there. That'll make yeah. Sure. Okay. Tell us who, tell us who. Yes. Okay, so um, uh, I will be there. So I'm yes. hilarious. Um, <laughs> so we have we have a French show and an English uh, show. Yeah. Um, the French show is um will be hosted by Preach, uh, who is a big name here in the French community. Um, so uh, we have Maxime Gagnon, we have Nicodette Bruno Lee, and Rochelle Ellie. Uh, uh, throughout that's part of the program and then closing the show is Pentelis um so another big name here all, all of them are big names here in Montreal and they're they've been very very kind to be part of this and they're very excited to be part of some uh Nick Odette, Odette um posted on on Instagram that he's excited to be part of a show a first show ever that has live closed captioning so he's Amazing. very excited about that uh, and the uh, the English show will be hosted by me. Uh, Pentelis and Preach are going to be part of the English show as well. Uh, they're uh, they've been very very generous with their time. Uh, we have Michelle Dominic, we have Mike Mayo, uh, Dana Salah, and uh, I haven't told Heidi yet, but I have a special oh, guest coming. Big announcement! Big announcement! A special guest coming. Darren Henwood has. Uh, has uh, com- uh, confirmed. So he's a big comedian here in Montreal and a big, uh, big favorite here in Montreal as well. So nice. Hey, Abby, tell me about the first time that your dad was able to hear you perform. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big one. Um, it was the show with here Quebec uh, in 2019. Um, uh, I, my dad has been to shows of mine prior to that. I, I've been part of the, the off JFL uh show shows and stuff like that so he has been to big shows of mine uh because he has a daughter that's a comedian but he he's never been able to fully hear my my set or he sees me on stage and that's exciting but he can't hear it he has severe hearing loss 
So uh, in 2019 at the show uh, that we put together with your Quebec, he was able to come and then uh, read the closed captioning. And uh, it was great. He, yeah, he's like, I didn't like, he was just surprised. Like, he's like, I didn't know you talked about this. On stage. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not very PG, but in a good way. It's always yeah. fun, in a fun way. Um, and uh, so... Was it, was, it, was it a bit shocking for him? Um, He can take it. It was yeah, shocking, okay. but he could take it. But no, he I had a conversation with him after the show. He, he was very, very, very proud. He was a very proud man. Sure. I'm moment. sure. And what was that like for you, Abby? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, it was... Uh, I didn't realize until after going through and performing at a fully accessible show how much more my dad was able to absorb. Um, at, uh, uh, so like, it was just like a night and day. Like he came, like he came to see me after he's like, oh, I love that joke about this where he would just come prior to this other shows. He would be like, oh, that was great. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> and, um, and so that was really great. And also like as someone with moderate hearing loss, being able to like, we got DJ Damaris from LA to come in. I've been a big fan of him. Um, I was able to see him perform and hear his everything he was saying which was a, really great for me as well um I didn't realize how much more help I needed until after that show uh, with like enjoying a comedy show amazing uh before we go can we plug your podcast too Abby yeah of course <laughs> um so I uh, have a podcast called House of Stone uh it's available everywhere um it it, it will be accessible for the hearing loss and deaf community as well. Uh, so if you guys search me on YouTube, you will find videos in the next month or so um, that are accessible for people with hearing loss. Uh, if you can uh, enjoy audio uh, content, uh, you can find my, my podcast everywhere already. Heidi. A couple episodes are out already. <laughs> cool. Heidi, how can people buy tickets uh, to the show? and? Uh, sure. and so we're on Eventbrite. You can find us at Huron Town Quebec Access Comedy, sponsored by Maslia. It's on the Eventbrite page. You can come to our website page and just click the first image you see of Abby and Preach, and that will take you to our event page. And if you click the picture again, it takes you to the event uh, the Eventbrite ticket sales. You can email us at info at herehere.org too for more information. If you want to, if you can't come to the show, but you'd like to su support this uh, initiative, you can also make donations on our website um, at herehere.org. On social media as well. Yeah, You're yeah. On Quebec on all social media and all the information is there as well. Like us and share our posts if you can't. What we're, we're trying to get from the community is that they can demonstrate their support if they can't come to the event itself is to make a donation or like share and follow us on social media to help All us right. get the word around. Access Comedy taking place September 25th over at the Paradox Theater. Executive Director uh, Heidi Wager and Abby Stonehouse, comedian, going to be at the event along with many others. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to the Inspiration News Podcast with Mark Bergman. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and the English Montreal School Board Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.